Yo, I was at a show the other day, and guess what this guy in the crowd said? I said, yo, what's your favorite drink when you go out to drink? Son said, yo, Henny and Hypnotic. Get the fuck out of here. Henny and Hypnotic. An incredible Hulk? And I was like, oh, that's some old three shit right there. Yes. And there was mad people dying laughing. I said, I know because I bought Hypnotic the other day to a party, and everybody's like, what the hell is this? I'm like, yo, this that Hypnotic. (laughs) I was the only one hype. I wish y'all were there. Hypnotic. I would have lost that hypnotic. That's early, early days. That was early days, bro. We cut up my house with just bottles of liquor. Right? He just randomly. Always random liquors, too. Yo, 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 want some coffee for Strong? Yo, that eyes. I I had taste, you heard? And you was drinking. Yo, by the way, everybody, what's going on? Yeah, we back. Your boy Trinidad. It's your boy Julio Rivera. It's your boy. If I sound different because I had the smart idea of using a wireless mic and Trent, he he was like, okay, let's see. He was a little hesitant at first. So if you can't hear me, it's Julio Diaz. <laughs> All right. Yeah. DJ Squared. It's us. We're here. It's in we, the game. You know, we in the city. We haven't done an on-the-road podcast. We figured out how to make them legal. Mm-hmm. This is nice and neat. It kind of feels like... A little bit like, you know, when they let the driver on Bang Bus talk? What? And he's mic'd up. All right. You know, because it be two niggas talking on those videos that's not fucking. That shit is weird to me. What? Wait, you're saying that they be... Like when those Bang Bus videos, sometimes they ask the driver a question, but you never see that he's holding a mic he probably got on the lab. All right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, come on, man. If you got the actual mic, you the nigga hyping up the fucking... It's like if you're doing a porno and you can hear them talking, it's like, how oh, the, the boom mic got to be mad far from them. They got a they got a road mic somewhere in their private parts that's picking up the sound effect. <laughs> One of those Britney Spears antenna headsets on his dick. What? <laughs> All right. He said they got All a right. fucking road mic. No. Attached to them somewhere. What do you mean, no? This is a yes. <laughs> no. Nope. Y'all crazy. Yo. You're crazy. Nah, I'm not crazy. I'm just, I'm good, man. Uh-huh. What's up, guys? What's going on? It's a lot to talk about. It's been a while. It has been. It has been. You want to tell us about Las Vegas? That's a fact. Yo, so Las Vegas is lit. I went out there to headline the Westgate Hotel. Hey. So. This just sounds like a little bit like a cult, uh, cult though. The it Westgate does. Hotel. The Westgate. Westgate. Yeah. At the end of the show, everybody had Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. The manager was like, Kool-Aid, don't do it. You're good. Wow, that's crazy. That'd be crazy, though, but if you got paid. Nah, it was lit. Got paid. Nice. Um, they had my, they had my, uh, they had this big-ass marquee outside. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. She had my name, my face. It was lit. And then um, they didn't put comedians, so they just put Julio Diaz. Oh, okay. So the first night I had this whole Mexican family. <laughs> I thought you were. Yeah, son. I was cracking jokes. They were not laughing. They were laughing. <laughs> He's like, when does he bring out the accordion? Yo, bro, they were stressed. Because then I started crowd working them. I'm like, yo, what's up? Where y'all from? They didn't say nothing. I'm like, oh, they didn't habla espanol. And they were like, si, si, si. And I was like, yo, no. They were tight. They were like, oh. What did they thought they were gonna, they probably thought you seen you before. Probably. They probably confused you with some motherfucking comedian that's Mexican and chubby. That shit was crazy. And then, then I And then I had to really like make sure I, you know, so I started promoting shit. So I went to the nice. FedEx, mm. printed out a flyer, went crazy, did a did a promotional video with uh, Ride. Uh, Ride they made you promote it? No, they promoted it too, but. Yeah. It's a casino. Is it like a casino hotel resort? There's so much shit going on. Did you get um? 
that it's good for me to actually be out there like, yo, I'm Julio, I'm the, the they, show tonight. Did they ask you for a writer before you came? No, what's like, that? Like that list of shit. Like, you know how they say all those rock stars from the 70s, they'd be like, yo, they won't do the show unless there's a bowl of 78 M&Ms. And well, they all gotta be, no. they didn't give you like a writer? No, I'm not, you know. Not yet. I heard that, you know, some people really like that. Like, oh, my green room, it yeah. gotta have this, this, and that, or I'm not. I'm not there like Tracy Morgan or nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, I'm just figuring because like they flew like you performed in Vegas. But they didn't fly me out. It's uh, not like, you know, you. like they, you, you they, got the opportunity, but you had to get there. Right. They just started that room back up. Nice. Oh, OK. So it's not like this big Vegas attraction, you know, like. Mm. No, nah, but it's something. It, nah, nah, definitely. And then she was lit. First time there. Uh, Chris Clark was my host. It was kind of a weird show where it was just it was like yeah. the host and then you. Mm. Oh, no feature, no. Yeah, it's the feature, bro. Look, it's special. Yeah, but then, no, I think he do as much time as you. Nah, he did like ten minutes. And then you just neck off. So you, you a feature? That's dope. What do you mean? No, I'm a headliner. No, what I'm saying is like you're the featured attraction. Oh yes, yes, I was definitely that's the featured it. attraction. That's it. Not the yeah. whole. No, you. And that's, you're not. You're not even like the headliner of a great show. You literally. You're the, the show. Night. You're the show. And that's what that hotel was going for. Like, they're like, you got to follow him. Let's see if it's out here. And then mm-hmm. we'll give you the opportunity. She was lit. That's dope. But um, the shit is, it's like 10 minutes is not enough for him to really warm that shit up. Yeah. So it's kind of tough. And then um, yeah. that third night, he never showed up. Nah, that's crazy. He got yeah, the third night, he had like four or five spots. That's crazy. Because they got a cellar. They got mad rooms out there now. Yeah. yeah. So Vegas is popping with comedy. And um. I get it. You know, I'm through the motions over here. Shit happened. So I didn't really get tight, but it was more like, I think it was like 8.15. It was my last night there. And I was like, I wonder what they're going to do. And he was saying, oh, I'm almost there. Yo, the guy came to me, the sound guy. He's like, hey, buddy, I'm about to bring you up, all right? I was like, oh, so <laughs> just me. Okay. He's like, yeah, yep. I was like, all right, let's do this. Mm. But in my head, I was freaking out. I was of like, course. Oh my god. Of course. So, like, I went out there, did like thirty minutes of crowd work. Warm yourself up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People on vacation are there for that, bro. Turn green. Like I feel like people on vacation, they they want to be the show. Nah, so facts. They, they can go home and go. Oh my god! Remember the comedian? He was so funny. Remember when he told grandma that she's a fat whore? That was crazy. Yeah, they love that shit. Nah, and they're, they're never gonna forget that. And that's what I wanted to make it feel like, an experience with me. Um, I hit him with, obviously, my set, too. Yeah, but I yeah, think yeah. I, what really kept me the whole hour and what kept it going every night was the crowd work that I worked on this year. Just mm-hmm. having that in the bag. Yeah. Normally, like, for a 10-minute set, 20-minute set, I lack, like, just two people. Yeah. You know, a question, like, just two people. Now, with this one, I asked as many people as I possibly can to keep the momentum going. Yeah. Like, how about you? What would you get? What would, how about well, you? I mean, eventually somebody will lead it. Like, once you figure out the full gene, you lead yourself into jokes, mm. your jokes that way. Which is kind of dope, too, because they feel like you inspired it. Yeah. Like, somebody will say some crazy shit to you, like, like, uh, I don't know, you're over here doing crowd work. Like, what's the craziest thing a family member ever said to you? Oh, well, so my grandmother, yo, it's funny you say that. People eat that shit up. And then, yeah. Boom. And it'll keep giving you material. Mm-hmm. But then you hit them with jokes on top of all of that. No, but I'm saying that lead, using that to lead into your jokes. Yeah, no, no, facts, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was. It becomes an experience then. 
Because they like, they were like, yo, they, and they had, they might be like, yo, did he come up with that joke just off of this conversation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it might always happen that way, but you might end up, you know what I mean? Like, which is crazy, too, how you can basically be backed into your best material Five. just by asking a question that worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, you ever written the joke on stage while you're doing the shit? Well, mm-hmm. you know that's how I write. Yeah, I know that's how you write. I just wanted to. Mm-hmm. I've had a few instances of that. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But when it works, don't you feel like a god? You're like, I am a god amongst men. I forged a sword in a battle. When I debut, (laughs) yo, when I debut a fucking thought, yeah, (laughs) like I didn't even have ten minutes prior, yeah, and it hit, bro. You feel like I am a comedy god. Yeah, I am the next. Yeah. And then whatever, like then you, then, <laughs> it's then you go to another show, you do it, and they're like, nah, because there's a moment thing. And you're like, you, you know oh, ruined it. Like you think you got a new tag for a joke, but in reality, you just it was a very great moment in the room, mm-hmm. and you didn't read that room properly. <laughs> you got to You got to accept it for what it was. You're like, man, that shit killed last week. What the fuck happened? <laughs> you're like, damn. Then you got a moment though. Then like, you got to think about it. Like, oh, all right. That's why, like, a, a little bit of the... This is good that we talk about this, though, because I feel like since we're seeing so much... Um, because the grind for comedians is different now. Like, for a comedian to really blow, pop, or whatever, mm-hmm. they, they need to have a digital presence now. Yeah. Right? So back then, it was like, oh, no, you have to see him. Mm-hmm. Right? You have to make it out your way. Go to the club, see this guy. He's going to be amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Now, to pop, it's like... You have to, like... I want to see you every day. Yeah, like you, like you need to be on my feet all the time, bro. And it, and it can't be the same thing. You have to be yep. different every time. And mm-hmm. it's like every day. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like people back then, like right now. You know what's crazy? What it, like how this affected comedy? You got to think about this. Like if you're, I don't know, it's 1990, mm-hmm. right? You're you're a comic on the scene, and you got, you could do an hour. Mm. Right, but like you basically, that's all your shit. Yeah, but you can do an hour, right? Bro, the way the world worked, if you never been on TV, mm. you're doing that hour for like five years. Yeah, like you might update a little thing every here and there, but if you never been on TV, and, and nine chances are most of the nights is not people who've seen you before. Mm. They'll work out those jokes forever. Today, mm. follow me on Instagram. <laughs> And everybody's posting all their bits. Yeah. Now they're coming in like, oh, he got to say some new shit. Because that video dropped 15 minutes ago. It's old now. Mm. It got 1.5 million views. You can't say this next time I see you. I better feed something else. Like, that changes the grind so so much differently. Yeah, like, you got to adapt to that shit. You got to you find your way. Either your crowd working these videos, crowd working your set, or... You just found like a niche in material, yeah, like your news comic. Not saying that's all you do, but that's your niche to drop something new or write mm-hmm. something new yeah. every day or drop a video every day. Like if you're just showing your on stage shit every day, you're gonna run out of shit that you can say because mm-hmm. I done seen everything. But that like, makes you more. It's crazy. It makes you write more. Yeah, it makes Absolutely. you more gully too. Like take chances more. Like I'm thinking about because I don't want my shit to just be. I work shit, I, I, but I enjoy it. But um, I want to find a way of saving my set, saving the jokes, and having something that like, 
because that shit is lucrative if you could just have something some some topic i don't i haven't found it yet that makes sense to me mm. never been a news guy never really been a news guy but sometimes you don't have to be that either it could be just your reaction people fall in love with that shit mm. well some people like some people their set is different every week because they dead ass just be like oh this week this guy did this you know like there's people who are like that where they're like some people are good at that shit too yeah yeah, some um, people really suck at it, but some people are like, yeah, there's some people who are good with topical humor. That kid from yesterday that went up uh, at Gotham that you saw? Yeah. I can't remember his name, but, yo, he's a fucking beast. Every time I see him, he got, like, a, a joke that's, like, fresh on news mm-hmm. yeah. for that week. But it's funny. It's not, like, something, like, I could see that. It like made like it made sense to him and his set. Yeah. When he went about it, with people were like, "Oh, that's your take. I like that." Mm-hmm. Same thing with Dave. Like when Dave Chappelle came back. Yeah. His first couple of uh, specials. Obviously, he was talking about like uh, what's that shit he was talking about? At the time, it was current. He was talking about Bill Cosby. He was like a year late though. He was like a year and two years. Yeah, like two years late. Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a year and a half, two years late. But you know what I thought about? He reached a level where he understands, like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care if that's a year old. That was so popular in the news. I want to hear your take, your Dave Chappelle. Just like fucking... Well, um, no, what happened was... With that Ja Rule shit. Yeah. But what somebody, happened... Somebody go get Ja Rule. Who the fuck cares what Ja Rule think? That was a year after. Well, what I'm saying, um, that, that special, those two first ones, they mm-hmm. were actually filmed while those things were happening. Oh. Yeah. And then they came. They had him in the can because Netflix. He was testing out material around that time. So then, boom! That's even better. I mean, yeah, the it was it was known old. to be old. It just felt old when you watched it because you didn't see. It. It's like in comedy sometimes. You know how like they it's not always who did it first is who did it best. Mm-hmm. But with topical stuff, it's a little bit about who did it first. <laughs> you got to be like a god to bring back a topic that was old news. And, and put new energy in it. Mm. Like something that was like, like crazy, like everybody was talking, like like the Will Smith and fucking Chris Rock smack. Mm. When that happened, I guarantee, bro, you don't know how many videos I've seen of comics be like, oh, don't worry, you ain't gonna run up on me like Chris. Like it just became such a, like a hack crowd work thing. Mm-hmm. And everybody was doing it. You gotta be a God mode comic right now to bring that back up and not say something that hasn't been said. Right. Like like a whole different take. That's yep. another level. Mm-hmm. And I think that really just comes from getting to know yourself yeah. OD. Mm-hmm. You know how you think, you know how you react, and you're comfortable with letting that be your, your like, I don't want to say your bits, but that's that's my, like. Um, the drive you taking them on that night. Right. Yeah, yeah. The Julio Diaz experience, the Julio Rivera experience, the mm. Nick Trinidad experience. Like, at some point, they just, they like you so much, they want to hear you talk about anything. They don't give yeah. a fuck. They like you. Mm-hmm. But, and that's what I find when people like, people, like, eventually, when people get big enough, they like you is the basis of all their reactions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That it becomes a crutch, though, because they, like, they get lazy. But you'll still have... That's if that's if you stick to just performing on, like, let's say you're a headliner. Yeah. And all of your shows are the shows that, like, you promoted and they come out to see you. I'm not saying you should have promoted certain shows, but I'm just saying, like, I still feel like you could grow as a comic if you get on different shows. Like, if, let's say, 
let's say I'm headlining a lot, but Monday through Wednesday, I'm at Greenwich. Yeah. I'm about to bomb at Greenwich at least a couple of times. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to work on new shit and I'm not the yeah. headliner. Nobody, some, there's going to be people there that don't know me. Yeah. And they're like, I don't fuck with that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's it's crazy when you got to get comfortable with like uh, when you're at the level where the bomb is so expected because it's not like you're hitting mics anymore. Right. I so you got to test it somewhere. Yeah. So like, like essentially, like when I saw Kevin Hart at Levity, I essentially seen them open mic for forty minutes. Because he was working on Because he was working on the, the special that came out a couple months later. Yeah. So, and, but yo, he's at a level where an entire packed out levity sold out at $40 a ticket to see him work some shit out. That's a fact. That's <laughs> this nigga's fact. right here with full-blown hour specials that they've tried on everybody. They can't sell $40 a ticket. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Like, we pay $40 a ticket for him to make up jokes. Not to say jokes. And you know what? People actually, when you're like Kevin Hart status, people actually, I, I think people would appreciate it more. It won't be the hits. No, no, no. They know what they're watching. You get yeah. to see like. To hear some shit that's not like out yet. Wait, no, it's not even that. So when we went, right? What hit me was, this is crazy. This mm. is the closest I'm ever going to get to Kevin Hart. Yeah. We sat for a row. Damn. Because we got there at a good time and we had good seats. Yeah. So we were not like front front row, but like there was a table in front of us, and that was the stage. Yeah. For Kevin Hart, with forty bucks a night. That's not bad. Forty bro. bucks to see me and Jess. That's not bad. It was a two hundred dollar random night because it was a Wednesday night. Yeah. It, it, it was less than two hundred dollars with dinner. Yeah. And we saw Kevin Hart for the price that somebody might pay to sit in a nosebleed when he does the, the fucking garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People want to go for that experience. They're not gonna leave that experience going. This is funny too. The uh, venue bias, right? Yeah. They're not gonna leave that situation mad because, like, let's say he's just I, right? Mm-hmm. They're just gonna be like, "Oh wow, I would have thought like the girl is talking or the guy, whatever. I would have thought Kevin would be funny." Mm-hmm. And, and then the guy looks like, "Babe, yo, like he used to doing fucking Madison Square Garden. You think he give a fuck about levity? Mm-hmm. Just be happy you saw him, bitch." Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's, I'm picturing that's what oh, happens in front oh, of Yonkers right. Comedy Club. Nah, that was crazy. That was <laughs> like, I was just picturing Eddie Kingston. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Eddie Kingston, who's that? It's a wrestler. It's a wrestler oh. that looked like he beats people. That was crazy. Like, he looked he look crazy. You're like a Russian fucking so monster. Trent, I don't think we ever asked you. Like, what'd you take away from watching that show? What show? From watching Kevin basically... Workout open, stuff? Yeah, what'd you get from um, that? Like, what'd you... Did you... Oh, you just watched it to watch, and that was it. Like you. Well, ain't, if I remember correctly, your, your comic you know, brain ain't just chiming just a little bit. Like, oh, what, what's what's going on right here? Well, it, so I, it, it since it was like unplanned. Yeah. Because like I, I would never thought of uh, like prior even if before doing comedy, there's no way you I would have paid money to go see Kevin Hart. Yeah. Unless not that I don't like him or whatever, but I wasn't gonna pay crazy amounts of money because mm-hmm. you know he was commanding that kind of money. So the fact that it was like a more affordable way to see him, so we went, right? And I, I think at the time I was already doing comedy. Yeah. Um, this is like early where I'm overanalyzing everything. So it was like, I had a, with him specifically, cause I, like I, I watched um, 
I think Aries I watched after starting comedy. I mean, if I'm not mistaken. And it was different. Like, watching Kevin the whole time, I'm sitting there like, oh, I see where this is going. Oh, he's doing that. Damn. So basically, he's just giving us the last special again. Like, you're in your head because... Like you know you're you know you're watching the act of putting a joke together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like watching your ball play and you're like, I knew he was going left to right. Yeah, like you're over you're analyzing it because you know he's sitting there working it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he's not it's not fully there. He's working it and you're like, oh, okay, I see what he's doing here. Like you're like over analyzing. I've learned to shut it off over the years. Mm-hmm. Cause you gotta shut it off. It just it you yeah. gotta be in the moment. Yeah, yeah like we didn't, it. we don't, we didn't love, we don't become comedians because we love to analyze comedy. Yeah, we become comedians because we love what comedy did. You know, mm-hmm. so kind of like, but when you when you become any artist, you got to turn it off. Yeah, right. you got to remember why you're a fan because the analytical eye is there. So I was, I still didn't know how to turn it off. Yeah, so I was like, well, I enjoyed it for what it was worth, and then when I saw the actual thing. It didn't feel better because <laughs> uh, the setting changed it. Mm. It felt like, oh, these are good jokes for a smaller room. Yeah. It didn't feel like, oh, these are great jokes for a stadium. Mm. It's weird. You know what I mean? Like it was, but it's an experience. So in my head, it was like, you're watching it. I was like, yo, I'm dead ass watching one of the highest levels you could ever get in comedy in front of me. Right. Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of awe-inspiring when you think about it. Because mm. at that time, he's already been in movies. Mm-hmm. He's already done everything. He's already a millionaire. He's already right. done sold out um, the Philadelphia, uh, the Lincoln Financial Center, or whatever they call the arena out in Philly, mm. the stadium. So, like, at that point, you're like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you give him props for doing it. <laughs> mm. I ain't gonna lie. We spoke about this before, but... I like the special he put out on Peacock. I didn't see it yet. I haven't seen this. I've seen just bits, like, you know, the YouTube reels. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Felt like he got back into that, uh... Little big man. Little big man bag of, uh, like, roasting people, but... Yeah. You don't, you know... Kevin the Bastard. Yeah. Yeah, he got into that, that early Kevin bag, which I liked. And it wasn't too obvious where it's like... Yeah. It's obvious you're trying to... Whatever... Re- reenact the uh, whatever special popped off. Yeah. It felt like he was trying to be himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, upper level, lower level? Doesn't matter. Goes the same place. It was telling me to take lower, I'm an idiot. Well, you are the lower. Oh. But if the lower is close, it's going to take you to upper level. Oh, Sometimes you don't know until you get down the lane. But. But yeah. I felt like he got into that bag, and it's like you said, he's at the highest level of yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And for him to still want to do it, it's lit. You know what it is with him too. I think he—you he, can see he's a passionate dude. Yeah, the lower level close. We're going on the top anyway. You can see that he's a real passionate dude in everything he does, right? But I think he—he he always comes back to com- like I don't—I I can't think of any other like comedian that like has done as many movies as he's has that still does specials on the regular. I can't think of one. Right. He might be like, prop maybe the hardest working, all around comedian of all time. Uh, I can see that. Cause he don't say no to no bags. Nah. 
He's doing commercials. He's like he's the Snoop Dogg of comedy. Kind of. Like, the Snoop got a bag bro, everywhere. You, you know why I mentioned this? It's because I was at the barbershop. And um, he was in some basement in Philly doing a podcast. That's lit. And I'm like, bro, like really think about the Kevin Hart empire. Yeah. He is so far removed from, from being at a in a basement in Philly. Mm. Facts. But Kevin Hart, and this is not an old interview. This is like recent. Mm. Is sitting there doing an, a podcast in a basement in Philly. It's kind of, it's awe inspiring. Like, like, yeah. like he does. Like this is, you know, like this is this like a fire. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's why he keeps doing stand up because I cannot picture any. Like Dave is back doing stand up, cool. But Dave never had the movie career that Kevin had. Mm-hmm. Like Dave did a couple movies and then like then disappeared, you know. Yeah. So he never really had the double duty work that uh, Kevin has. And then prior to Kevin, like you would say, probably the best comedian to ever do movies is maybe Eddie. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Eddie, Eddie dead ass got popping in movies and then said, Nah, I'm done. Yeah. Hasn't done a stand up special in over thirty plus years. Mm-hmm. He he hit motherfuckers with two classics and then done out the game. It's hard. I think it's hard to, uh, you got to fully commit to the stand-up for it to be the thing, like, you know, because um, Richard had his moments mm-hmm. where it worked and it didn't work. Other people had his moments where it worked and it didn't work. Yeah. And um, I think you, you you put out two specials, they're both goaded, and now you're killing it with the movies. And I heard that there was some, some moments where he, like, he had some sets and he bombed. Yeah. yeah. And I think it just, it hurts, you know? It makes sense. I mean, you, you start doing movies. You're not, you don't. And stand-up isn't hitting like it used to. And Eddie said it. Eddie was like, for you to really fully develop something, you got to be doing it a year. Yeah. At least for you to just get comfortable on stage. Yeah. Then you got to get comfortable with your set and all this other shit he said. And I was like, it just makes sense. He probably felt like, why would I go up there rusty? Yeah. Huh. For, for you to like diminish my my mm-hmm. whatever it is I got going on, nah. Yeah, no, nah, I don't blame you. I don't. I, I mean, these movies, and if it, you're gonna pay me regardless for these movies. And he's given us tastes of what it could have been, because mm-hmm. he's yeah. done hostings where he basically did stand up and he yeah. did SNL monologues. I mean, Eddie's always gonna be Eddie, but like the, like when you look at like Kevin, the fact that um, it really doesn't matter at this time of the day. Uh, when you look at Kevin, the fact that at his level, and the fact that he's still like. It's not like he's not an active movie star. He's been in, he's he's in franchises that make money, like, mm-hmm. like Jumanji and shit like that. Yeah, don't matter right now what time. Um, Cause usually there's traffic on the express, but at nighttime it's whatever. But like, just, but to still be working comedy while all that is happening, like you think about like the the, the mental strain that working comedy is at whatever level you're at. Right. Imagine you're filming Jumanji. On top while, of that. While yeah. on top of that. <laughs> And then promoting else. Jumanji, because the promoting, all the time and times that makes you, all the time it takes to make you, you make the movie. Yeah. Poof. That doesn't compare to the time that you're gonna spend promoting it. In fact. And he's still working. And not no like one interview a day. You're doing three, four, five of them shits. Yeah. At all hours of the day. Crazy. You know. And on top of that, and all, of that shit all his own personal shit. Yep. It's a crazy grind to throw comedy in. And then the fact that over the years, yeah, he doesn't go put them out as often. 
But the fact that you've gotten, you've gotten at least what? There gotta be like six or seven KMR specials, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, and he's been popping since, let's say, I don't know, 2008-ish, let's say. That's when he really got like more. Like, I know he was around already because Little Big Man was like 2004 ish or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like, when did he start becoming like a household name? Maybe like. Mm, 2000. I would say, okay, 2004 Soul Plane, right? Soul Plane is like three or four. I would say if you were into comedy, maybe, you knew him. Like, if you were into it, you knew him. Because you might have seen the half out. Right. Yeah. Then I would say. Then I would say, because prior to Soul Plane, oh six oh seven, he was in Paper Soldiers, right? Paper Soldiers. He was in Forty Year Old Virgin. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, but that was like his debut. Yeah. But he was also in like Forty Year Old Virgin. Yep. He was doing little parts here and there. Mm-hmm. And he had that sitcom that failed. Yeah. Which I don't. know, Most people won't remember it. But then, like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah uh, between oh six oh seven. So let's say. Um, I would say ten. grown little man got him buzzed in the industry, soul mm-hmm. playing and all that. So he was already buzzing. But it was that first one that LeBron was. It wasn't his first album, maybe his second one. The one that LeBron was at. It's like his second hour. It had, yeah. yeah, it had to be 06 through 09. Uh, whenever that special came out, that's when he was. When he, his movie career really started to flourish. Right, he was so, famous. He so, was on. So think about this, right? So between that, close to. We're looking at. 15, 16, 17 years, right? Mm-hmm. In that period, we got every movie he's done. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Every promotional thing he's done, every podcast he's done. He's now doing this shit with the ice baths mm-hmm. and the pandemic, because you gotta remember, you lose some time. <laughs> and doing hosting events mm-hmm. and uncanceling himself for shit that he apologized for twice. Yeah. All this, and this motherfucker still put out. What six, seven specials in that time frame? Something like that, yeah. That's that's kind of crazy when you think about it. That's a fact. Would you call Would you call Kevin Hart the Drake a comedy? I get what you're trying to say, but um, so it's mm. sure, There's a lot of there's a lot of compare because because if you if he's been popping since that time for that long, be on top that long, yeah. I think that's fair, and they both have writing allegations. Mark Norman said that Louis C.K. changed the game because before Louis, mm. you could put out a special, let it simmer for three to four years. Yeah. He said Louis came out, and you had to have a special every single year, new material every single year. Yeah. I don't remember Louis doing yearly specials. Yeah, so he came out 07, 06. Not longer than that. No, no, no. I'm saying that when he, when I feel like he started being prominent on some. Oh no, no, because he had that first run. Well, this is before that. Remember, he had so there was Louis the FX show, but Louis the original original Louis C.K. show Mm -hmm. was a live action sitcom on HBO. Yeah, only ran for like one season. You remember when that was? That was that was probably like mid to early 2000s. So industry-wise, maybe he was already in. Yeah, cause, and he also wrote Pootie Tang, so he was in there mm. already. But, like, I'm talking about big names. Yeah. Like, I think around that Louis show, because I knew who he was already. So that had to be, like, 04. 
like between 04 and 05. I know 05, 06, he came out with one special, blew up. Yeah. Then 07, 08, he threw out another special, blew up. He was on fire. 09, he threw out another one. Yeah. Then 10, 2010, he threw out another one. He was on fire, and yeah. then the Me Too stuff. Had it not been for that, well, Ooh, he had the Bowie was killing it. He had the show that... And he was selling all his shit on his website. Yeah, because he stopped... Um, what the fuck was he... He was trying to... A couple things. The Ticketmaster, the Scalpers, and yeah. all this other stuff. And and he everything was through him. You couldn't... You had to buy the specials from him directly. Because mm-hmm. they stopped putting him on TV. Like, he figured out a little empire for himself. Facts. And then, you know... That's a fact. He sold out. Uh, jerk off in front of doors. I remember that because he was selling his album for $5. I bought it. This was like 2010 or something. Mm. And I remember it coming out in the news that he sold, I think, a million a million downloads. I'm like, this motherfucker invested however much, twenty to 40000 He was up on that early. He made five mm. mil. Yeah, he was on all early, of that early. shit early. I'm not saying that's not to take away from Kevin Hart and what, from yeah. what you brought up. I'm just saying like... That it, he, I mean, there was blueprints out there, and Kevin just had well, Kevin had all this energy to do everything. Kevin is interesting. Right? Like He's I read everywhere. Kevin's book. Um, to to your point about Drake, I, with Kevin, right? I can see why he would be the so Drake blows up like 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And immediately industry darling because he comes out the gate swinging, right? Yeah. Kevin, comedy wise, it wasn't like that. Like, you see what I'm talking about? Like, Kevin had a much, Kevin had like a structured rise to the top because he had a lot of like little mini failures that didn't work out for him that he kept flipping into better opportunities because, like, you know, he hadn't lost, like, he was. He came up with um, Keith Robinson to bringing him up here, and he he goes through the chitlins like all that grind and all that. You know what I mean? Like there's a there's like a noticeable, watchable grind. And not saying that Drake doesn't have that. It's just with Drake, it was like no, I think it was kind of the same trend. I, guess, I don't think know about it. Maybe because the dropped, comedy grind is so look, different. Look, 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 he drops, he drops so far gone. Right, that's Kev's first special. Everybody's fucking with it. Everybody's talking about it. Then everybody's waiting for the album, right? Puts out the first album. People are fucking with it, but people are still talking shit like, nah, this ain't it. Like, this really, like, it's, 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 it's cool, but this ain't it. What was, uh, what was, uh, thank me later. Take care. Take care, right? Again, another one. Take care. Everybody's like, ah, this is, you know, this is cool, but this this ain't it. This ain't it. Well, he was already a man by that. I, no, I know, but I'm just saying. But the one that a lot of people will say, nothing was the same. Well, yeah, that's when I jumped in. Exactly. When that dropped, that's when everybody's like, oh, no, this the one. This is it. Man, I, like, I get what you're saying. This is it. Because it's like a similar, like, they've just been on top so long. Yeah, that's... Just, that's... With Kevin, I'm, it's interesting with Kevin because, like... There was that like, so like, Kevin more so, so like, Kevin's little big man, it wasn't like so far gone where it took the game by storm. And it it's like, game, if you it, saw it, it you didn't take it the was. game by storm, but people were talking about it. But like, you didn't, but I don't think that catapult, that's, you know what I mean? Like, so far gone catapulted Drake, he was out. Yeah. 
Little Big Man didn't send Kevin out. It was just one of the steps. Yeah, he got him a little popping. If he was a commune enthusiast, he saw it. Yeah. It was the next one. It was the next. It was kind of like Chappelle. There. Um, it was just bigger. The stories felt more bigger, more. Yeah. Like he really, yeah. I'm telling you, it was that one where he had the heart symbol already too. It was everywhere. Cause he was, he was already in movies, starting already. Like, yeah. He was. But like it was while he was doing the movies that he became the biggest stand-up comic. If that makes sense. It's kind of like if Drake dropped Nothing Was The Same while doing Degrassi. What movie came out during that second special? Uh, was it one of those? Was it The Wedding Ringer? That shit took him. That You know, it's good you bring up that wedding ringer. That was the one where I was like, oh, nah, he's no longer the black guy in the movie. Or was it Think Like a Man? No, that one had to be 2010. All right, because I don't think like a man. I know that. I think even that he said it. That blew him up, too. Yeah, even that. No, but think said. think about that. The Wedding Ringer was the first time he didn't have He played a role that didn't have to be the black guy. Mm. I get what you're saying. That's a big moment for a comedic actor. That's a big moment, because in, uh, in historically, the black comic or the Latino comic, you always play the Latino guy. Like some type of stereotype of where you come from. Yeah. yeah because was, your job is also either your ethnicity or something connected to your ethnicity. I was telling Huli, I'm so happy we're out of the 2013 era because I watched Identity Thief the other day and all the Hispanic roles, generic, just boring. Like, yeah. she can't say she can't say her J, she says why. So there was like, when you get the Loyak, when you get the Loyak, and T.I. was like, they, they can't say J's. <laughs> I'm like, get this corny shit the fuck out of here. Loyak. Loyak. I already know. Yeah, that's that. And, and he, he transcended that. Mm. And now, eventually, the roles went from the funny black guy to like, oh no, he's just Kevin Hart. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's crazy. Like it's a, it's a, it's a hell of an achievement. Like a lot of people never break past that. Yo, the other day, uh, there's a movie on Netflix that just came out. It's called Reptile. I don't know if he directed it, but he starred in it. Um, Benicio del Toro. Mm -hmm. And in that movie, he's not a Spanish guy. I don't know if he's a white guy. It just is not clear. What he is, all you know is that you don't know if he's Spanish it's just because he's it's, Spanish. It's Benicio yeah. del Toro. It's Benicio del Toro, and yeah. his name is Tom in the movie. Yeah, yeah, but it's just him. It's just him. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, nice. He fucking like when he popped in Marvel. Cause wasn't he um the keeper? Yeah. Yeah. That was great. I was like, oh, shit. it was him. He was? was like, yeah, he's in yeah. Marvel. I didn't know. He's what? a Marvel character. He's, he's a Guardians keeper. of the Galaxy one. Yeah. He just randomly there. I was like, oh shit, Benicio del Toro's in this. What he played. He's a character called the Keeper. He collects things. Yeah. Like yeah. they when they need something, they go to him. And they didn't have a Spanish name. No, nah, he was called nah. the he was called the Keeper. I like that shit. Yeah. He was just he was mad eccentric. He was mad just out there. He has like a museum. Yeah, he collects things. He collects people like species and So basically they use them to like show off Marvel history. Yeah, so like little shit that they, they could have put in the movie, they put there. Because he had it. Yeah, like, oh, you didn't see this because he has this. Like, he the, first, this. the first He's Marvel like movie was Howard the Duck. Mm -hmm. So the Easter egg, when they threw, when they showed his character, he literally had Howard the Duck. Just chilling there. It's just chilling there. Right. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, it's the sidebar. That movie used to terrify me as a kid. Benicio got to get some good Howard sleep. The, duck? the Howard the Duck terrified me. I thought the animatronic duck was the scariest shit ever. Wow. I hated it, bro. That shit was scary to me. <laughs> but nah, yeah, so like that transforming yourself. A lot of actors that aren't comedic and not ethnic, they never get that opportunity. But even like fucking Marlon Wayans is a big enough star. But he's always the black guy. Yeah. Like he's not, I don't think I've seen a movie where his role, I mean, maybe like the family ones that he did later on. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's, it's just different with Kevin. Like he was getting roles that like, I was like, yo, when the ringer came out, I was like, I mean, it's just Hitch, but I get it. <laughs> and Will, Hitch, Hitch didn't have to be a black dude. <laughs> Hitch would have worked. I mean, it worked because the black dude was Will at the, at, his, at the top mm. of his game. But you can write that same movie with a white gigolo. Quick check. I mean, he went in Rome, right? But, uh, yeah. It's interesting, though. He should have played Neo in Matrix, and he was like, nah, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. But you know what's funny? I think the, the right... I think it would have been a different movie. Yeah, thank God it was uh, this no. guy. Not saying that I don't think Wilk would have killed it. Just no, but I think it was like, yeah, stay still. <laughs> <laughs> Trinity, you wildin', girl. I told you that was a woman. Yo, nah. I didn't really care. What? Wait, what? <laughs> and you know he would have said, Morpheus, my nigga. Now nah, you wildin', bro. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have said that. Nah, yes, he would have. Have no, he wouldn't have said that. <laughs> so what the, are you talking about? The Hood Matrix, man. The Hood Matrix? Yeah. For Philly, like, bro. He would have like, yo, I want to play Neo and Morpheus at the same time. I, I, like, what are you doing? I don't know. No, but what I'm saying is him passing on that is crazy. Because in hindsight, you're like, you know, that's crazy. He passed on the Matrix. But think about this, bro. That was the decision that led him essentially to Ali. For real? And they gave, well, think about it. Ali, the Matrix happens before Ali. Maybe if he does the Matrix. He don't do Ali. He don't do Ali because he's tired of doing the Matrix 2 and 3. Mm. Ali got him his Oscar. Mm. Ali basically took him to the outer space. Mm. Like he was already a huge star. But he could do no wrong. Ali? That. Ali, this nigga transcended. Mm hmm. There was, there was like, yo, Will Smith is the biggest star in Hollywood. Ali, no, he's like the man now. Mm -hmm. You think Ali's the one that got him there? I think Ali is the one that got him the recognition. Yo, he won the Oscar. Mm. It's kind of like when Jamie won Ray. Mm. Jay was, Jamie was been in movies. He had the bait. Remember bait? Um, he did, he did man movies before he did Ray. Mm. Jamie was a movie star. He had a popping TV show. But mm -hmm. Ray. Ray was different. Oh no, now Jamie's something else. Yeah, Ray was different. And I think Ali, like we already had got Man in Black, you got Independence Day, you got Wild Wild West. You know who you was getting? You were getting action movies where Will Smith gets to be the black guy in a combination where there's not a black guy. He gets to be Mike Lowry. Exactly. He's been that the whole time. But he gets to be Mike Lowry in, in, uh, in the West. But then Ali happens and he gets to pursue happiness. Yeah. Pursuit of happiness, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's it's a transitional thing for some people. Mm -hmm. Transitional. So, that it's just crazy when you think about it, yo. Mm -hmm. But yeah, shout out to Kevin, man. I give him a lot of slack because I think I think in the middle, this is why like it's interesting in fact mentioned that his new new comic special feels like a comeback. Mm. Like a return. 
because I think he heard that criticism in the middle where it's like, all right, all these Kevin specials is the same thing. Mm. Nah, maybe I can miss this one. Yeah. Like, when the people, like, I've had that conversation with people. Mm. You know the artist knows that, that conversation is happening. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that artist, you know, they have those conversations. They wonder. Yeah. The background, yo, am I ass now? Yeah. It's interesting. It is. That it is. It's just like, when your main focus is stand-up comedy, mm. you push a certain level Right. So, all right. Kobe talks about it. He's like, some guys make it to the NBA and they think that's it, the work is done. And then he goes, you got to want more. That's the only way you can reach certain levels. So, like, mm-hmm. but to go back to Eddie and to Kevin, Kevin specifically, I think he tried harder than Eddie because, like, I said, like we said, Eddie put out two, he could have stopped. After that, after his second and his third special pop for Kevin, because mm-hmm. the third one was him talking about his pops. What is it he says? Long dick. That was that. Is that that long dick, and there was something else he used to say. Everybody, was you gonna learn today. You gonna learn today. You gonna learn today. Yeah, that became he that went stopped. viral. He could have stopped. He really could have stopped after those. Yeah, because his movies went. But he kept going. And like you go yeah, through the bombs, that, you go through the writing, and no, but don't that, get it twisted. He, he kept going, and he got to the point. Where he sold out a football arena. Mm-hmm. That's Michael Jackson shit. Mm-hmm. Cause that didn't happen when he was only doing stand up. That happened while he was doing blockbuster movies. Mm-hmm. Not crazy. He was killing. Mm-hmm. I think we take that for granted though, because again, people got a little tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. We've had the conversation about Kevin. We have. Where it's like, and I still, I stick to my guns. I think that's always been the case. I don't necessarily think he has great material. Yeah. I just think he has good material. And I think the the funniest shit mm. about that every time you say is that he admits that. Oh, he does. He's admitted it numerous times whenever people talk to him about it. He's like, I know I don't have like, I know what I'm talking about, but I, the way I deliver it, nobody can take that from me. No, you can't. You can't. Like, his jokes don't... Like, if I yeah. give him... Uh, like, if him and Louis C.K. Uh, switch joke books... Yeah. You'd be confused as fuck. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, you're going to think Louis fell the fuck off. And you're going to be like, when the fuck Kevin gets so... So raunchy. That's crazy. Kevin never talked about crazy shit like this. Yep. When the fuck Kevin said bag of dicks and didn't do this with it. Yep. That's a fact. Because the deli- right. the you couldn't give because the delivery of how Kevin sells something doesn't play off the same way. You know, it's kind of like so. But he has that's God mode delivery. Drive through instead of keep it in flow with the podcast. No. Wow, I don't want to stop the podcast. How long we got? Fifty-two minutes in. Fifty-two. But y'all want to do keep it congruent or? Congruent like a line that goes straight. You know? Hey. Hey. Yo, somebody over here been reading books and shit. I see you. Come on now. All that traveling time. All that traveling. Edgar! I'm like, I like how y'all operate up here. It's very congruent. And then people were like, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> man, shut the fuck up. That was in Virginia. That was. <laughs> man, shut your ass up. <laughs> The fucking hillbillies in Vegas are crazy as fucking wild. They're sand people. They're in Vegas? Yeah, hell yeah. Bone County. They're the sand people that you saw in Avatar. No, not like that. That's crazy. 
Like, we got your bison, dickhead. <laughs> I'm like, what? I had a Highlander. Appa. <laughs> got your Toyota Appa. <laughs> All right, Angelito. Appa. Yep, yep. Yo, did they translate Avatar into Spanish? For like the Nick in, in like Spanish countries, I probably. Think so. I want to know how that shit sound in Spanish, bro. You're probably like, Apa, ven acá, dale gasolina. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yo, you know what's up today? The Dominican like? Avatar? Apa, tiralo pa atrás. Apa was like, wait. Cotara, cotara. Yo, I saw Ta some shit. Está caliente con la agua. <laughs> I saw some shit on. On, the, on TikTok, it was like the first time I went to a Dominican aquarium. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> said, Mama Huevo, gloop, gloop. Go ahead. <laughs> Mama Huevo, gloop, 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 gloop. Yo, the internet undefeated, bro. Yo, I ain't gonna hold you, yo. Like, not because I'm Dominican, but yo, Dominican niggas is something else on the internet. <laughs> bro, they got a different breed of funny, bro. Because, like, the, the joke is never like even a joke. It's just that the niggas Dominican. <laughs> That's it. It, it. They don't have to have dialogue, nope. nothing. Bro, nope. their voiceovers be killing me, bro. Nah, the Matrix Dominican one's the best. <laughs> That's the best one. Because he, he had the flow. Yeah. And he actually, he didn't overhype it. He actually did it like a Dominican life. Loco, say un hombre. <laughs> that was, yo, Dominican would yo, do that. Yo, sincero. No. No, Como no. Como mani, eso no es un hombre. No, es que tú eres gay. <laughs> y eso fue un hombre. Niño, no. déjame hablarte del plito de plata. <laughs> Even the way that he, the 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 way that he noticed her and turned back, that was some rude height shit. Oh Because he looked at the blonde and he's like, "Coño, rugadinda," and he looked back. He's like, "Un hombre." No, no, no. No, esa tipa no era un hombre. Oh, shit. I, saw, I saw a clip where it was two dudes driving and a stud is walking across the street and the dude goes, yo, it's like the dude that's filming. He's like, bro, that's not a girl. That's a guy. He's like, nah, it's a girl. She thick too. So he pulls over to the stud. It was like, yo, what's up? You thick? You a woman? <laughs> what? Yeah. He, yo, you, you a woman? She said, yeah, why, why you want? He's like, yo, you thick. <laughs> I'll toss that. She's like, yo, what? my nigga, yo, that's crazy. Why you? <laughs> she called him gay for saying shit to her. I was so confused, yo. And his man's is in the car. She was like, yo, why don't you get your man's? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yo, the internet's crazy, man. The internet's crazy. Dominican internet is crazy, and so is like hood voiceover internet. Yeah. Those are fucking funny, bro. Yeah. Like there's a new there's a, like a series going around like if Dragon Ball was racist or some shit. Oh no, that uh, Frieza's racist. I saw that one, but there was another one. It's true, bro. Like he, he Frieza used to just pop up and be like, "Hello, monkeys." <laughs> yeah, Frieza was wild. There was another one too. Like there was a video where the guy was like, um, with, "He's like, yo, Goku, save me." He was like, oh, you thought I was going to shave you, you little porch monkey. Oh, <laughs> my God. I was like, what the fuck? 
Them hood Dragon Ball Z should be funny. They always be wilding on Frieza. Mm-hmm. Monkeys. That shit is hood voices. I like my favorite ones are the Troy Troy Barker, is it? When he be doing the animals? Yeah. Them shits be ca- no, it just be killing me, man. No, that's not his name. His name is uh It's it's Tony or something, Tony. right? Tony. Tony Barker. Baker? Tony Baker. Tony Baker. That might be a, yeah. Tony Those are Baker hilarious. Funny as fuck. Those are fucking hilarious. Yo, the funniest shit was uh, Tony Baker was on one of those roast shows. Yeah. And the dude that roasted him said, hey, Tony. <laughs> His name was Craig Smith. Craig said, hey, Tony be masturbating to the animal videos doing the voiceovers. And we're like, get over here, Mr. Fluffies. <laughs> <laughs> get over here, Mr. Fluffies. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Yeah, he's funny, man. Voiceover videos in general are kind of funny. Yeah, there's really a lane for everything, bro. This shit is ridiculous. No, when I noticed the voiceover lane, I, like, I watched a lot of videos of people just re-dubbing shit. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Yeah. Like, you got the people that do the, the, the lip syncing. Mm-hmm. And some people are great at that. And Because that was what essentially blew TikTok up. Because, like, TikTok had first popped up and, and all the people doing TikToks were just fucking lip syncing. Yeah. And um, then the app blows up. But, like... The people that read, like, you ever seen the bad NFL readings? Yes. Yo, those shits are genius. <clears throat> those shits are genius, yo. Yeah. The lip reading ones are fucking, that's genius writing, right? Do you ever seen, um, there was a, the auto-tune the news? Yes. How they were able to manipulate the shit? Mm-hmm. That's, that's fucking genius, bro. Mm-hmm. That's the next level. Auto-tuning the news? Yeah, he blew up too off of the um the bedroom intruder, was it? <sighs> so dumb, so dumb. You seen that before, right? I think so. But um You know it's a good one good ones too when they do the subtitles for foreign languages, but they like they write what they think is mm-hmm. being said. There's one called Buffalax, it's an old ass channel. You said butt relax? No, come on. No, come on. <laughs> but relax. How'd you flip that? That's what I heard. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what but I it said. was Buffalax. And they did the, um, they were dubbing Indian videos with English of what they thought the Indian people were saying. It was feeling fucking My bad. My favorite voiceover video will always be the Juggernaut. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. That's a good one. I'll beat the shit out of you with Charles, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I'm bad. I'm the baddest motherfucker in the world. That was a classic. That was like YouTube. I brought thing. that shit. I brought that shit to my school. I don't care what nobody say. Nobody was talking about it till I talked about that shit. My favorite was kind of hater bot. I was out there like. Which one is that one? Chugging out, bitch. You don't remember the shit he used to show us? About Those the, shits are so funny. The Gundam man. Wings voiceovers. It was basically a dude. Was stop he motion. A stop motion animation with two Gundams. Or oh, it's like a group. So basically, Haterbot is one of the Gundams, and he's a hood. He's a crack dealer. And his boy, his boy looked like um, Starscream from the fucking... So his boy was like a plain Gundam or some shit, right? His name was Sheik. And he talked, hey, yeah, Sheik, doing well, testing well. That's how he talked. And and they were they're selling drugs. <laughs> it's, it's the stupidest Robotic shit ever. crack dealer. Shit blew the fuck up to the point that they got a cease and desist from the Mako. And then they didn't let them do the videos with the, uh, with the with the toys anymore. They got a cease and desist for that? Yeah, because mm-hmm. they didn't want the toys being like represented that way or something like that. I'm surprised that they didn't try to stop. It was so funny, though. It was like, yo, it's like, because it, it was like, it was a little out of nowhere. Like, you didn't expect those characters to be that. 
So it made it a little funny. But they was wildin' because there was one of the robots called Rape Kit. Oh, my God. And he was in the pen. Yep. And he had raped one of the dudes in the hood, and he was running around with the arm. He's like, so you just going to wear that nigga arm? <laughs> That's what we doing? <laughs> you just going to rape him and take his arm? <laughs> and then the other one, Rape Kid is talking to the other one. He's like, yo, you been running? No, I, I don't run. <laughs> I don't work out. Nah, you look good. <laughs> These shits are fucking hilarious, man. I still say it. I think we say that a lot on this on yeah, this show. Early like, YouTube, early is, YouTube is is golden, and there's a reason for that, though. No ads. Not only no ads, no revenue. Everybody was just making shit to make shit. They were making shit, right? And it was like it was like it wasn't a production. The the, the joke was more important than the production. That's a fact. Now with YouTube, the joke is like secondhand if the production is fire. Before it was just a bunch of motherfuckers with of times, bro. With sprint camera phones. Yep. Doing multi-camera shoots and talking loose. about what I gotta be through Barry. Nah. Oh, think about that, bro. Now nah, people are like, yo, that was a seamless transition. Yep. Oh, he did a swipe. Yeah. He did a screen swipe. Oh, look at this, man. Oh, that's crazy. Se puso el flow. Look, now he's in 4K. Wow. That's crazy. What I gotta be through, Betty? But and then never or oh, even the Platano and Salami kids. Little grainy YouTube video. Them niggas blew up to the point that <laughs> Platano salami. Hey, 420p is all we had. That's 420p. Oh, we had was 480. That was like red tube days where you didn't even get full porn. You had that pixelated. Yeah, the little box video that was only about two minutes long. Couldn't tell if she had coochie, right? Nah, you just watch a Roblox. What? <laughs> what? All watch, right. Not because the quality of the nah, video was so bad. You nah, 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 I know what you're talking nah, about, nah, the pixelation. Nah, yeah, yes, yeah, you couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah, it was Julio. a... Nah. You know, Japan got crazy. You just blurred the whole screen now. <laughs> Japan had no quality. Their nah. videos were all blurred. All right. But yeah, nah, no, that's... Nah, you never had that? The nah. early, man. Early YouTube, man. That was a time. Bad video quality, you like, yo, that's... Nah, that's a clip. <laughs> nah, cause you would order them shits from like if you got the, the lime lo- the lime wire download, and that shit happened too fast, and you still got the video with the video. Oh, yeah, I saw it too. What the hell? This nigga did a fiend walk around. <laughs> You're like, hey guys, on a scooter. Fiend coming through. That's crazy. Just look at him. That's what he's singing right here. You guys have I am super fiend. I'll come back and get it. Hold on. That's crazy. All right. He do door-to-door service. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, y'all niggas want chips? All right, I'll be right back. Fiend, no. There was this guy in my neighborhood. He would just run. He would just run around because he thought if I run, I'll find more people faster mm. than if I walked or I stayed here in this one spot. Okay. Did Goku? He would just run. <laughs> I knew he started having a problem because then he started getting on the scooter. He was limping. I was like, damn. He in the best shape ever, but he hurting. Mm. It's not even a joke. It's a real story. No, I thought he, you know what's funny? I heard it backwards. I don't know what you wanted to take from that. Open up. You know what's crazy? The way I heard it is you explaining like Dragon Ball. Like he he only runs because he's looking for the one person that's faster than him. No. So he's still like, I'm picturing this fucking fiend trying to find people faster than him. He thought math, statistics, the quicker I get my nose, I'll find the yes faster. 
I'm not gonna stand in this one spot. I'll run up to people. Yeah, cause that works. You got a dollar, Bobby? No. Stop running to the next dude on the block. You got a dollar, Bobby? No. <laughs> and the whole time he's thinking, thank God I ran because then I would have had that no later. I get the no no now. And then eventually he called up to someone, you got a dollar, please? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, you look like you need it. Oh, thank you, dickhead. Roof running to the next dude. That's crazy, yo. A fiend running from person to person. Yeah. yeah. Really happened too. I believe it. Think he passed away. Damn, R.I.P. For real. For real. It's just sad. Yeah, man. Damn, but there's another guy in the neighborhood. If his mother don't give him money, he just lights her apartment on fire. What? Yes. That's crazy. Yes, my father was telling me, he was like, that kid right there is fucking nuts. <laughs> his mother kicked him out. He came back. He tried to light her door on fire. That's wild, yo. He said this is the third time it happened. Oh, my God. He's like, Mommy, you don't let me live here? Then we don't have a home. I go, he can't, you he don't can't just home. announce that his mom wears a wig like this one kid I saw. <laughs> Every time I saw this video on, I seen it on, on, on the gram. She was like, every time I tell him no for something, oh. he just be hitting the kid is in the back with the window rolled up. My mama wears a wig. 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 Like he's just yelling that. And she's like, I told you, all I did, I told him no, that we couldn't go somewhere. And this is what he does when he gets mad. He's just out the window. My mama wears a wig. My mama wears a wig. Nah. He tries to light. Nah, that's crazy. I would rather have that. He tries to lie. I asked my father, I go, what happened? They, they fire extinguishers, this and that. He goes, no, he's an idiot. He lights a napkin on fire, tosses it next to the door, but then the napkin just burns out. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he keeps forgetting in the movies when they saw it, they lit it on gasoline. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he's just stupid. <laughs> he's on drugs. He don't know. Yeah. His mother knows that he's trying to light the door on fire because every now and then she'll smell smoke. She'll be like, oh, asshole. <laughs> Opens the door and stomps out the knife. Look who's back. He's like, you're going to let me move back in. <laughs> I love you, mommy. I'm going to burn this you door down. You got a dollar? You got a dollar? Yo, the saddest thing is seeing one of your friends, like childhood friends, like, I haven't seen that. you don't never know what they're doing, but you're just like, oh, you can't be up to no good. Yeah. It got to be crazy to have a friend that became a bum. This shit is sad. I see him every day. They gotta be crazy. And oh, like, damn, for real? Yeah, yeah, no, for real. And then, like... Oh, having a friend that became a fiend? Yeah. Damn. Like, I haven't had that experience. I don't know if it's drugs, alcohol. Every time I see him, he's just smoking. Cause, I mean, drinking, because he says he can't smoke. They drug test him as P.O. Mm. Then, um... Did you see the... Oh, I'm sorry. Did you see The Wire? Mm-hmm. And I you saw rem- clips. Oh, you never saw the ending I of it? I saw, like... No. Okay. Wait, what part, though? Like not when um like not with none of the drug deal with the kids from the previous season where they show what happened to them. I know that Michael became Omar. He becomes like Omar that. basically. The other kid cleans up because he's living with the cop or whatever. And one of them becomes the Congress. smart kid becomes a fiend. Oh, Dookie. Yeah, Dookie becomes a fiend. Damn. Yeah. Like that's just a crazy to realize that somebody hung out with somebody who became a fiend. I would have never thought, but he always liked hanging out in the streets. Mm. He never had any goals. Mm. And then it just got progressively. One day I saw him get slapped outside. Whoa. I just kept walking. Damn. The dude that slapped him, he slapped him hard. It looked like he fucked up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It didn't look like he was getting impressed. It looked like he fucked up. Yeah. It was like a warranted slap. Yeah, I was like, like you know you're what? trying to steal something. We haven't hung out in a while. <laughs> 
Well, that's crazy though. And then you see it happening slowly, so the progress of it, because there's a period where they still cool. But you be like, maybe he fiending, but I can't tell. Nah, every time I see him, he's drunk. He's always saying shit like, yo, I'm gonna come to your show one day. <laughs> one day. That's how he talks now. But like, if when the drinking is the first step, that's the first one. Like when they start being like OD alcoholic, to the point like it's like the alcohol is taking over. I know it was done. I seen him at a grocery store. He was like, can you buy me a beer, poppy? And I was like, damn, bro. How about I get you some chips? He was like, ah, nah, can you give me a Heineken? <laughs> I was like, fine. Go get it, bro. Bro, I've drive, I've, I've, I've drinking the Heineken. Me too. It doesn't fix the problem. I've never asked somebody to buy me a Heineken at a grocery store. Mm. That's when I feel like you got a problem. We're that's, not even at a bar. That's mm. next level, bro. How close you want to get to my car? Hey, yo, can you buy me a Four loco? That's crazy. <laughs> like, if somebody you grew up with asked for that. Yo, let me get a Four loco. Hey, yo, papi, can you hook me up with a Four loco? Nah? Come on, papi, it's only $2. <laughs> Four loco, that's... It's $2 of happiness for me. I feel like if you ask somebody for a full look at a grocery store, it's only a matter of time before <laughs> you start living at truck stops. You don't even got a truck. You're just in the middle of the road. I feel like if you start asking for a full look at a grocery store, you're essentially um, the first people that's going to be zombies. I can see that. So like when, the, like when the zombies take over and like you're still living, surviving in like post-apocalyptic America... Yeah. You're going to walk by that one grocery store, and that's your man's right there. And you know what's funny? Those people, they, their system is all fucked up on the drugs. They'll be the first ones to find the cure, too, because... They are the cure. Yeah. That's crazy. Your body was so radioactive that you actually that it actually created a cure. Mm-hmm. A cure. That's that Baltimore shit. A cure. Mm-hmm. All right. You're, you stupid. You're, all right. Brew to the tangy. You seen that video? The boo daggy He's like, put the tang that in. All right. Shit, I we're going a quick check and then we're gonna and then I'm driving them off. Julio's tight because if I'm coming to Jersey, he's coming to Jersey. <laughs> I'm not tight that I'm here. No questions asked. It's just it's gotta work, right? Yeah. So yo, this has been fun though. This is... <laughs> I want a bacon with turkey. What? <laughs> I want some big beef jerky. That's another subgenre on YouTube that you could go down the rabbit hole. People that explain the wire. Oh, there's a lot of people. There's, fact. there's this guy, he just smokes a cigarette. He's like, so that's why Michael had to punch Dookie. Because <laughs> Dookie shitted on him and you can't have that All at right. Baltimore. Get your ear. Yo, he was stupid. Yeah, he was stupid. He's stupid. You know what I think about your politics? Yeah. Get the food, bruv. Mm, we can talk no, about we're that not doing that right now. No. no. Did you finish it? Yeah. He did. Yeah, he finished. Why didn't you say that? We could have talked about that. How you mm. felt about that ending? Oh my God. Just real I'm going to keep it quick. I didn't love the last season. Yeah, that was rushed. Yeah, everything was rushed. And then by the time it got to the end, it didn't hit like it should have. The two main characters didn't want to play them anymore. They were done playing the gangster roles. It was, yeah. it was just a little like. And then they just wanted to, like, it was just too many, like, the last thing. They it was like a lot of mistakes. Yeah, made. like, the sister becomes a fiend, but you don't see it happen. It just happened. I think what they were trying to do, yeah, that was fucking weird. Uh, even Jack um, stealing the food. 
She would have never did that. Like, Here's a spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't finished. No, nah, they've boy. definitely finished it by now. I'm just yeah. saying, you never know. But yeah, like that last season kind of left me like, oh, why'd you rush? Like they bring up these cool ass Irish dudes to kill them in the next episode. Kill them in like one episode. I'm like, what are you guys fucking narcos? But Damn. mind you, those guys fucking killed the Moroccans and put their heads in the box. Mm-hmm. But somehow they couldn't deal with Sully. Mm-hmm. Sully, Sully like super nigga. Don't talk about Sully like Sully not Batman things. That's a fact. Sully Batman killed Dusan. Sully killed. But he didn't cry about it because he was he didn't mean to. Yeah. He killed them by mistake. My man said, "Yo, you could have just asked me for the money. You wouldn't have given it to me." But he killed them by mistake. Nah, that wasn't a mistake. He meant that shit. No, no, he meant to shoot him to stop him. He thought Duchesne was gonna make it. Nah, no, he didn't. I, no, you could see it in his face the way. Well, then again, Kano. It doesn't matter what scene Sully in, the nigga crying. Yeah. Sully, oh, Sully his face, he just got cry Sully face. Sully always like he crying. Sully, nice. The guy that played him? Kano, he's a, a rapper. Yeah, that, was yeah. A good, that was a good... Everybody oh. did their thing in that, in that show. Duchesne got me mad too because when I started watching Top Boy, I thought it was going to be a show about an intelligent guy. Mm. Duchesne ain't that. He, nah, he, he was, and then... In the big, it, for Summer House. He fucked up in that last season when he killed the dude, and she was like... Yeah, he I was, was like, like yo, Duchesne, you know better, man. Duchesne, like, yo, put the broke foot boy in the car. Yeah, that's funny. Duchesne, put on gloves, man. Yeah, just like, he knew what he was going on. It was real rough. It's, it's just sticky still. The fact that these bitches just stole the money, I'm like, oh, they rushing this shit. Yeah. No yeah, like they just We don't oh. get a scene as to why they did it. They just did it. No, nah, they just did it. And they d- decided to hide the white chick. I'm like, so they just pulled this off? Mm-hmm. Like that? Like, all right, cool. We rushing this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, if they were going to go that route, maybe not introduce new shit. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, shit. What's going to happen with the Moroccans? Oh, you just killed them. Oh, so you just going to kill the niggas that killed them. Man, if that, but, was, if that was going to be the case, they should have kept Jamie alive. Yeah. Put another top boy out with Jamie being hey, the hey, top boy. That's well, even then, but they should have killed... Sully just walk off. <laughs> or no, no, let's say, no, I'm fine with Sully dying. Let's say they had the same season except Jamie didn't die. Maybe there was some friction or whatever, but Jamie never died. And then it went down the same way it went down, except Jamie was still alive, so he can be... You know what it was? I bet boy. you they try to avoid making Jamie the villain again. Because mm. he was essentially the villain on season two. Mm-hmm. What... Well, Kind of the villain because they all villains, but like you're watching the show from the from the viewpoint of being a fan of. It's Duchesne. like, listen, look, I like this villain. I don't know who this villain is. But now, yeah, it's kind of like because you've already been introduced to the first villain, so now you're rooting for him because that's the OG. And then the new guy, and because they always write shows like this, you're watching the show about the old guy, not the new guy. And the new guy always comes off like, yeah, I know better than everybody. I'm that dude, no zero tolerance. I'm making the block high. I do what I want. Sully was the best. Sully, um, yeah, cause I didn't like Driz. I didn't care for Driz. Sully was the best. Sully. Driz killed that boy dog and I got mad. I'm like, man, fuck Driz. And then he becomes a fiend. <laughs> Why? You be having these words that you put an extra emphasis on sometimes. What, fiend? Fiend. Yo, Driz became a fiend, bro. Remember he was leaning? Duchesne went to go rob the white bitch's house. And he runs up into the house and the lady was, I think she was cooking dinner. He's like, give me everything. This nigga Riz in the car, drooling out the side of his <laughs> mouth, talking about I ain't taking my medication. I was like, nigga, drooling out the side of his mouth? How the fuck did that happen? 
Duche wasn't gone that long. <laughs> Yo, his trip to Jamaica, that made it seem like he was gone like a, a decade. He was gone for like a day. No, I think he was gone like a, more than a year. Mm. It had to be. Because he kind of went on a run. Yeah. When you look up best top boy scenes, Sully's in every single video. He had he, emotionally the best character. Mm. He went through the most shit. People can say what he want. Nobody went through the same shit as Sully in that shit. Yeah, no. So Sully all his friends mad. die, Sully. everything. Yeah, Sully, Sully was, was suffering. wild emotional. Son. But you, son, you know what's And funny? rightfully so. People yeah. making it seem like he was wild. And it's like, nah, he was Jamie wild was in the plotting. Beginning. Which who? What, 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 what? The first season, Sully was wild. But which one? I didn't see Summer House. Oh, so in Summer House, he oh, was wild. Oh, you gotta watch Summer House. Bad. If you watch, yeah. so, so when, Summer when House makes you kind of hate you're Sully. Gonna like, you're gonna understand, like we, why we're like, I fucks with Sully, but Sully was wild. Yeah, he was wild. It's like, bro, you're doing the most. Yo, just listen to what Duche gotta say. Bad, Essentially, bad, bad. the first body out of both of them was Sully. Sully was, he was, like, oh, so you ready to do this? He's like, yeah, man. Sully wasted no time. No time. He wasted no time. Nah, watch it. Summer House is good. And bad. he, and he killed. Oh, remember, um, when Duche and they want to pop, dude, and Sully took the gun and took care of it. So we just ruined the Summer House for him right That's now. That's okay. I don't really care. Oh, my bad. I stopped caring about TV shows when my aunt ruined fucking Prison Bad for me. I thought that bitch was lying. Prison Bad? She just, I said, Prison yeah. Break? Prison Break. Prison was, Bad would be funny, like like Super Bad in prison? Yo, that'd be crazy. That's horrifying. Nah, fucking, um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited. I only got two episodes left. I was so invested. She was like, oh, bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, no, you didn't. <laughs> and when I watched it and went down like that, I was like, you just want shows for me forever. Yeah, I hate y'all. To be like that. I'm never going to care about like. Blood. I don't care about things getting real because I still got to see it to feel it. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, Summer House, it make it gives you a little bit of a difference because if you start with just Top Boy, you feel like Sully was wrong the whole time. Like you feel like Duchesne was, was fucking Sully over. Nah, I thought Sully was right the whole time. No, no, no. I mean, like you thought he was wronged. Oh. Like Duchesne was fucking him over. And uh, when you watch Summer House, you'd be like, Oh, yeah. okay. Because he did something, yeah. and that's why Duchesne liked when that. I started, when I started watching it originally, I started at, it just, I put it on just top one. I was like, I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, me too, and I stopped watching it. And then I was like, all right. And then I looked it up, and it was like, nah, the first season, the, like the first, first season, yeah. the Summer beginning, House. Summer House. And it's only eight episodes, both seasons. Summer House, Sully. Yeah. It's like each, yeah. each season was like, four episodes. You see it from the beginning, beginning. Sully. Like from the bottom. I was a fan when he threw acid on this motherfucker in prison. That shit was crazy. I was oh, like, Modi, top boy. Oh, Modi. Modi had the dumbest death in the, in the hood show ever, bro. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was so bad, yo. But Modi, Modi's a character that made no sense either. I was like, yo, they really wrote a wild man. Yeah, yeah. Because Modi just didn't care. Yeah. The way and Jamie's like, bro, you making the block too hot, bro. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Modi was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm bulletproof. I'm Modi, man. Tupac. Yeah. Two Modi. Yeah. Two Modi. Bishop. Two you thought he was Bishop. Badman Modi. Let's yep. get these quick check sandwiches. That's a that fact. was a yeah. top boy review. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, watch Summer House, season one, season two. The funny shit is, is that yeah. I, I believe when we first started talking about Top Boy, when we did that episode near my house, I said that too. I even gave the order. So if you go back and listen to that, yeah, it's a it's a it's a tricky one still, you know. Let's end this episode with a question: Who you think killed Sully? That's Jack. what they wanted from that whole season to make it like. Yeah, you don't know I think I think it was the Jack. I, I think yeah. it was the Irish. The Irish. Yeah, I think the Irish are done. The Irish. But the watch the watch shit is is that I mean even the director said is that 
Sully, Sully's done so much shit. It legitimately could have been anybody. I think it was Jack for That's one reason That's the wild only. thing. Yeah, because his it was a, a little line of text. If you're not paying attention, you miss it. Well, no, nah, not really. It was very. There's so much going on that you forget that that was said. You know what I mean? So at the end, Duchesne, oh, spoiler alert, whatever. Duchesne steals the food from Jack, who has stolen it from Sully's safe house, right? Duchesne takes the food for her. She was on her way to give it back to Sully because she had stolen it and whatever. And and she asked Sully for a pass. She was begging him at the restaurant. Give me a pass. I was not in my right mind. He was like, nah, I I'm going to bring it. this back. He's like, look, no, nah, we don't do that. But whatever. You bring me the food and whatever. Mm-hmm. She gets to the place. She tells Sully Duchesne took the food. And he was like, fuck you mean Duchesne took the food? So like, you stupid, bruv. There's no pass for you. We'll deal with this. You're done. Basically. I would have given her a pass, too. So I'm thinking Jack knew that if, like, she didn't know about what happened the rest of the night. She don't know Duchesne's dead. Right. But I'm thinking she knows that, that, she dead. that she's dead because because Sully said ain't no pass for her. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking her solution was to kill Sully. Mm. And the person who shot him was, like, skinny. Mm. Like, like if you look at the scene, it was a smaller person. Because mm-hmm. they when they walked off, it was not a big body. They walked off. So it makes me think that she did it just because she knew she was going to be done anyway. Word. And to anybody thinking Jamie's the realest dude in that show, just know he killed his best friend. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Sully would have never, man. Sully would have never. But he did, though. But for different reasons. He killed him because his best friend fucked up. He killed his best friend to save himself. Well, more like to save Corny. his family, which he thought he was doing. No, I don't care. That dude was another hothead. We're, not about, we're not about to get started again. You see, this no, is the I problem. I hate that nigga, yo. Sully, he will problem. kill you himself. This that's what I'm saying. Kit, for reasons. I was happy to Kit die. All right, that's great. Okay. Yo, young rap game, Jamie, well, yo, Zero Tolerance. Yeah, we can discuss this further. Let's yeah, next tolerance, Zero Tolerance comedy, yo. What y'all think is the meaning of the universe? you not funny, we're What? What? Whatever you want it to be. Ah, right, good answer. Sully. Sully, you're. That's what I'm saying. Call me Sully Tings. <laughs> what? All right, y'all. We about to get a quick check. Have a good night. Yeah, have a good bye night. Bye. If you couldn't He's... hear me, it's because I used the wireless mic. TJ Squared. It's in the game. Yeah, we out, baby. I'm in your pants. What? <laughs> Give me your hand. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.